live on SEN Track. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Great to be with you for this week's edition of the show. The first weekend of summer, so summer racing is now upon us well and truly. Jordan Canellis with you and alongside me on the program, as always, the CEO of Waikato, Waikato Thoroughbred Racing, Butch Castles. Butch, how are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, Jordan. Welcome back. Good to uh, be, as you say, into the summer of a racing. Busy time here in NZ, so can't wait. What have we got coming up this week? A couple of Group 3s, I see. Yeah, race here at uh, Tarapa, the Eagle Technology uh, Stakes. So we've got a uh, listed uh, race here as well, the Trevor and Coralie Eagle Memorial. And then at Wanganui, they've got uh, the Leary's Phillies Stakes and uh, also the uh, roofing, the steel form roofing Wanganui Cup. So, yep, a couple of good venues. Excellent. In brief, what do we have just in general over the summer, summer months in New Zealand? Yeah, it's a Boxing Day, huge day, uh, Counties New Year's Day. We've got upcoming here in a couple of weeks, Sky City Hamilton Waikato Cup Day, Wellington Cup Carnival, and then, of course, the uh, pinnacle, if you like, Caraca Million on January the 27th. will highly likely be back at Ellerslie. That'll open, all things being equal, two weeks earlier, and then there'll be a massive night at Ellerslie for Caraca Millions Night with three million-plus races on the card. There we go. All that more to look forward to over the summer in New Zealand. Two guests on the way today, Bevan Sweeney, pardon me, will be with us a little later on. But first up, it's the current Premiership leader, Warren Kennedy, who is our first guest this morning. Morning to you, Warren. How are you? Morning, John. Very well yourself. Thanks, Ben. G'day, Warren uh, Butch here. Uh, looking forward to uh, a busy day at Tarapa. Let's get into them. You start in race one with Require and uh, was really good on Melbourne Cup Day, 2,400 metres suits down to the ground. Yeah, she was really good. Um, Melbourne Cup Day uh, won a really good race there. Um, got a bit lucky, was able to make, make a mid-race move. Got closer to the leader and uh, she powered on home that day. Um, yeah, looks looks like a decent enough field for her to to follow up with on Saturday. Yeah, and but the twenty four hundred meters is right in her wheelhouse, isn't it? It appears the further they go, the better she gets. Yeah, yeah, she'll just keep on trucking on all the way. Um, the further she goes, the better. Absolutely, you're right there. Right, you race two. You picked up a ride for Stephen Marsh. Really liked this one. Thought it had no luck on debut. Got the barrier, barrier two, and didn't think it was the strongest maiden in the in the world. This one should be very hard to beat, Nakaya. Yeah, Nakaya uh, had a look at the replay there. No luck first time out, as you said. Um, good to have the, the race under the belt. Doesn't look like a strong field either. Yeah, you've got to be a leading chance there. Definitely. Race three, uh, Ascend the Throne. This one on debut for Tiakar has uh, been to the trials, uh, unplaced its two trials, but gee, it was uh, an expensive yearling by Savabeel out of the Achiever, and again with the split, not an overly strong Saturday maiden. Yeah, not overly strong. Unfortunately, I don't know too much about it, just what we've seen on the, on the trial replays. Did okay in the trials, but draw doesn't help you out. Butch uh, got a bit of work to do, I think. Yeah, got a bit of work to do from the draw. Draw does help in race four, though. Maricatu, this one was really good in what is turning out to be a hot two-year-old race with uh, Velocious coming out of it. Yesterday's winner's uh, Archaic Smile come out of the same race. Maricatu ran fourth there. Blinkers go on, drawn barrier one, and the money's come. All things add up a little bit here. Yeah, it looks like a, looks like the, 
form's holding up really good. That other horse that ran second Red Sea on that day, I've done a couple of trials on him. He seems like a really nice horse as well, I think, a bit of him. So the, the form's stacking up really strong. Um, one of the horses that's had a run under the belt, so that's a lot of pluses in his favour. He looks the horse to beat there. He does to beat. Righto, race five, Screaming Eagle got uh, well rewarded for some consistent form. You've come up with barrier one again, which uh, just gives you those options from the gate, 1,100 metres. Uh, look, up in grade, but the win was good. Yeah, the win was really good, I thought. Um, as you say, up in grade, but got barrier one again. Should find the lead or, or, or thereabouts pretty easily. Um, a horse that found the line well enough when he won. So, yeah, look, it's up in grade. It's going to be a bit tougher, but horse that can get away with it at Tarapa, for sure. Mm. Next race, uh, you ride Arish Arish in uh, the uh, 1,300 metres, Ag Build 1,300. Look, this one's got a phenomenal record uh, second up. Just looking at that, it's had four starts second up for three wins and a second, which is quite hard to believe. But uh, on the strength of that, you'd be pretty happy to be on Arish Arish. Yeah, uh, and pretty happy to be honest. Um, looks like a decent enough field. Look, you've got a, got a white tack who, who we all know is pretty decent, pretty handy coming back. Um, he's probably been sure of his best, but he's going to be fresh up. Um, he's probably also to watch out for, but Arisha is definitely in with a big shot there, I feel. Feature on the day is the Eagle Technology Stakes. This one, Group 3, over the mile, apostrophe, uh, is the horse was really good at Hastings uh, resuming. Uh, last time, never got a crack at them in what's turned out to be a good 1,500-metre uh, form race behind Habana. Uh, look, apostrophe doesn't help itself with slow getaways, but if it can get away on terms with a lightweight, might be a good chance in a race like this. Yeah, absolutely. You, you hit the nail on the head there. It doesn't help itself when it gets away. Um, you know, try one or two things to help her get out of those gates and and get her into any sort of position that that's better than last that she's been doing. But um, was very good. Runs on really strong. Um, yeah, it's all going to be key to that that that, that jump out the gate. So um, let's hope we can get her out and get her into any sort of position two or three legs closer than what she normally is, and she'll be a huge chance there. Race 8, the Lodge Real Estate 1400, Snavzy Tavi uh, was uh, runner-up on Melbourne Cup Day when looking. The winner just got bombed late by uh, Doddle, and gee, those colours had an amazing day on Melbourne Cup Day. They nearly sneered another one with Snavzy Tavi, and on the strength of that, uh, she'd have to be awfully hard to beat on uh, in this race. Yeah, it looks like the right sort of race for her to, to grab her next win on. You know, um, there are a couple of horses that, have won first up. Uh, we don't know the strength of them, really. But she's got the race experience. She ran a really good race. Melbourne Cup day just got snared very late. So I'll make her the horse to beat there, yeah, for sure. Race nine, the other of the features, the Trevor and Coralie Eagle Memorial, three-year-old. And, uh, gee, this was uh, impressive on the same day, Melbourne Cup day, and one of uh, a number of winners for uh, the Colours and for uh, Lance Noble. American Pharaoh filly was only over 1,200. She has to step up to the 15, but, gee, she was strong through the line. Yeah, she was. She, she gave us a little bit of a surprise, uh, Melbourne Cup Day. Um, she's a difficult filly pre-race and, and in the gates. Uh, she doesn't give herself every chance. Um, she didn't get out well that day, so we opted to drop her back. And, uh, gee, she really flew home, got all the splits, got all the favours. Um but yeah, this is a tough little race. It's a, it's a nice race. 
Uh, we'll find out more of what we can expect from her after the running of this race. There's five or six that have won their last start um, here. So it's going to be a very competitive race. But the way she came home, it was really encouraging last time. And as long as she behaves herself and gets out really well, she's got the draw to help her this time, being first time left-handed with her. Um, if she runs that sort of race again, she'll be there in the firing line for sure. Mm, and 1500 meters just the way that she went through the line i know it's only 12 and i know 12 to 15 possibly not ideal but just the way that she went through that line would give you the impression that um you know up to 15th mile even a touch further will be no problem to her yeah i believe so i think she's looking for the mile maybe a bit more as you say um she did line really strong like i said she got all favors the, the well the parting of the red sea in the straight to Pukui that day for me Everything I rode just seemed to go right. But, um, yeah, look, she's a filly that we think will get the mark pretty easily. So the 15 is no problem for her. Mm, and in the last, you ride Special Privilege, who you won on two starts ago in the grade, uh, ran second in the grade again over 2,400 metres uh, oh, six weeks ago now, back to 2,100 metres and racing well, this mare, uh, this bloke. Definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely is. Um, a little bit of a little break between... It's last one in this race, but um, look, Holly knows what she's doing. She gets him pretty fit. She knows his horse really well. And look, um, he won really well with me that day. Um, we produced a really good run in the same grade next up. Um, all things being equal, fitness on his side, he'll, he'll look the horse to beat, to be honest with you. Um, he's really easy to ride, so I think he's, he's in with a leading chance for sure. Mm, got a nice book of rides, Warren. Good yeah, nice, a uh, yeah, what's the best of them, you reckon? Ooh, <laughs> tough one. Look, I'd, I'd, the best would probably be the two-year-old of Tiakas. Form line-wise, he, he looks the horse that they all have to beat. I know we, we're racing it's also we haven't seen before on the racetrack, but um, that form line's super strong. It's going to have to take something really special to come out of there to beat him, I feel. Mm, for sure. Hope you're right. Uh, righto, Warren, thanks for your time. Look forward to catching up at the races and uh, good luck out there. Safe riding. Cheers, Bush. Cheers, Jordan. Thank you. Thank you, Warren. Warren Kennedy with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis ahead of his book of rides this weekend. We'll take a break. And after this, Bevan Sweeney will join us on the show. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Loveracing.nz. Your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles and more. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellas with you. Butch Castles with us as always. A big weekend of racing ahead of us around Tarapa and Wanganui as well. Wanganui is where we'll be heading next with Bevan Sweeney who will be joining us right now to preview the weekend ahead. Bevan, welcome to the program. How are you? Yeah, very good. Uh, very good morning to you all. Looking forward to Wanganui's second uh, day tomorrow. It is the 175th uh, Jubilee, I understand. So they've been around for a long period of time and they have some very interesting fields uh, come tomorrow's race. Yeah, they sure have. Bevan Butch here. Look, uh, there's some really good fields. We're going to touch on the first of them. Race number three, uh, rating 75 at the mile. Tricky barrier start there at Wanganui for the mile. And gee, this is a minefield, but Bo Hills looked really good in a limited career. Oh, I think all these fields are a minefield, uh, Butch, actually. And you look at that Lake Quaddy, uh, and if you get that, you'll be uh, playing with plenty come uh, Sunday. But you're right, Bo Hill was very good. Uh, got up uh, to dead heat in the last hop, 
on the back of a very good performance uh, pre-sharp. A very talented nearby Santonio Aladdin, and we just know how well those horses are going. Matty Cameron in good form as well for Robbie, Robbie from a decent gate. And with that rail going back into the true, uh, there should be a quick strip, I'd imagine, for the early part of the program. So this horse should posse up in the right spot. Uh, Syndicato, got a lot of time for this horse, of course, uh, seen in Australia, back now with Royden Burgesson. Really good winning at its first up run for Royden before a couple of runs. Don't know, quite know what to make uh, of them, but only beaten three and a half Old Town Road on a wet one, and things didn't go right behind two Chilean on the last day at the bay. Trial was sparkling, beating Town Cry, who will go around in the Tag Classic next Saturday at Trenton. I think there's some pretty good value there. Rockburn, uh, its performances through the Hawke's Bay Carnival, fantastic in the run at Tahitaniki, good enough uh, to win, I think pretty progressive. Do you want to blow out there? I think Hong Kong will be a massive improver out of its uh, fresh up run at Wanganui, expecting some sort of run from it. But around Syndicato, Bowhill is my top selections in the third. Righto, let's have a look at that uh, quaddy you allude to, the first some maiden, goodness gracious me, and there's about 800,000 chances to paraphrase Anthony Wilson Lee, I don't know where to look here, can you help? Well, uh, I ended up uh, landing on Complicate uh, for Wayne Hillis, very good trainer, lightly raced mare, she'll go forward from that gate, she should lead or sit outside lead. Three kilos coming off down to the 54. I thought that made her pretty dangerous. Uh, Cody Cole has Bridget in, in there as well. I thought it was game effort at Te Araha. Proving track conditions uh, should be a big assist for the nearby uh, Tavistock. I'll be putting her in as well. Gee, where to look? Look, uh, JJ Rain has got a couple in there, and her team is flying. They're racing at home. Uh, Scotch Bonnet is good enough to certainly be right in the mix. And Yellow Jersey was eye-catching uh, last time. But if you're having a crack at this quaddy, as big as you spend, you can make it. I think you spread it as wide as you can in league number one. But, look, I'll be around complicate Bridgerton as my top two selections, but I've got very little confidence in the first league. Mm, that's the race five, race six is that first league, that maiden. Did you help us with something oh, quickly there? Of course, nine races on the program, they split the 65. Apologies, Butcher. So race number six will be the first league of the quality. Lights, tight Mysons uh, effort uh, on debut. Didn't show a lot at trials, uh, but was very good behind a smart horse of Glorophilia. Now, it's a watch on how this track is playing with the rail back into the true. Uh, after making up some ground, I think there's enough speed in here for this horse to be really finding the line strongly. Fresh with triathlon at the trials for Gail Temperton. She had a winner yesterday. She's a very good uh, horsewoman. Uh, Gate's going to be a big niggle. I'm not sure what it'll do from there, but it did go forward at the trials, and it might find a, a nice spot forward. Fresh was always dreaming at its uh, debut for Alona Kelly. Its sectionals were very good in the same race as uh, Tyke Meissen. And then, well, VV's a nice horse for Royden Burgess, and they put uh, money on at its uh, a debut. And it ran with some credit. Hillary Franks is in the mix. But I'll go with Type Meissen. But again, uh, as I said, around the wrong race, I think you should take a spread in the first league of the quad. Yeah, I thought we need to. Race seven's uh, one of the features. The O'Leary's Philly Stakes relocated, and they've been rewarded with a top field. O'Neara looks hard to beat. Yeah, quality uh, three-year-old filly for Cody Cole. You'd have to like what you saw at uh, Tauranga. It'll be slightly better track conditions. Saturday shouldn't be any sort of uh, concerns. A horse that was good enough to be close up behind Quintessa in very good grade at Hastings through the Hawks Bay Carnival. So from a, a good draw, Matty Cameron aboard has to be right in the mix. 
Bama Tycoon uh, brings uh, the best form lines to this, of course, with the performance behind the Pendabellic Counties. That is the best three-odd form line uh, in the land, and it went on to win with a fair bit of authority at Ruakaka on a firm track. So that's definitely an include. Egyptian Queen, purely on numbers, at the Taupo was outstanding. I think she'll row forward. She can hold a really good uh, turn of foot. So I think she has to be considered as a major player as well. And I've always had a lot of time for Bella Corno for and uh, being quite the Philly by Charm Spirit. I think she's a little bit underrated in the market, but I think the market has it right. I'm around the 1, 3 and 6. The other of the features race at number 8, the Steel Form Roofing Group uh, Wanganui Cup. We spoke with Robbie Patterson on way in early in the week and he didn't have much between Mary Louise and One Bold Cat. If that were the case, she'd be hard to handle here, Bevan. Yep, she's definitely hard to handle and I agree. Uh, having watched both of these horses, I think they're very close in ability and Although her fresh up run was a head scratcher, she returned to her best form last time, beating a very good mare in town court at the mile. She looks as though she'll lap up uh, the 2,040 uh, metres. Maybe she'll need one. Uh, but I expect her to be taking part in some, or at least one of our big uh, staying cups uh, through the summer. So she is clearly my top selection. Uh, Mark Oligan has turned Semper Magico around. Uh, what a you know, season this eight-year-old has had. I think it won a high weight. Uh, about six starts ago and since then it's just gone on this upward plane and it was awesome and a race that suited at Patton Wise last time. This is a step up but again in with a lightweight and flying with a very good trainer in behind. So those two do stand out in the market. Uh, outside of that, Pinion has the right form lines behind uh, Nestig and of course the other horse, uh, Mark Rajan, who won the New Zealand Cup. They're the obvious in the market. Look, I've got a bit of time for uh, Kelly Chloe. We a good race at Rickerton. Mazzolino, first time over ground. Uh, and there's a bit of smoke and fire around testifying me, Butch, uh, for Janelle Miller, who won up at Tarapa at its uh, most recent performance. Interesting to see what Colorado started first time uh, over ground this preparation. But I think Mary Louise is the most progressive uh, horse in this particular race going forward. They're making ground from back. Uh, that should really suit her. Big enough field to be a uh, decent speed on. So I struggled to find a best bet on the program. And on the form Thursday, I did go with Mary Louise as my best on the day. I think she's got a bit of class. Testify me if it doesn't get a run there and races at Tarapa will be hard to beat up here as well. He was phenomenal uh, when mm. uh, he produced last time at Tarapa. Righto, we've got 30 seconds. What did you reckon in the last to round out our quaddy? Well, no easy here, which uh, to be absolutely uh, fair to you. Uh, I'm going to throw out Vespasian again. I spoke about this last uh, a week. I thought it was really unlucky. At uh, Wanganui, it was a race where it clipped a heel. There was a bit going on in front with a fallen runner. And uh, I'll have a race in mind. Uh, he's backing the horse up. Claimer goes on. I think they might use the draw and lead, and it can lead them uh, the whole way, but... Again, it's a bit of a minefield in the last uh, on the program. But I'll go with Vespasian uh, at an each-way quote. I think the true believer might be a player as well, dropping back in classrooms 75 to 65. Good man. Thanks, Bevan. Looking forward to a really good day out of Wanganui. OK. Thanks, Butch, and best of punning for the weekend. Bevan Sweeney with us on the program on Breakfast with the Kiwis. That wraps up our episode for this week. Butch, enjoy the racing ahead. Yeah, will do. Looking forward to it. Racing out of Tarapa and uh, Wanganui, both uh, good cards. Plenty of winners to be had. Catch you again next week on Breakfast with the Kiwis.